We are stoned and that's okay. So why don't you just stay? Sit back and listen. You don't know what you're missing. It's talking stone while getting sports. Welcome, fellow humans. You are listening to Talking Stone while getting sports, episode 75. I do believe um, I'm Morgan. The other person I hope to hear from is Austin, or it will be a very boring podcast. How is it going, buddy? (laughs) Well, you will hear from me. And in fact, that would be a terrible podcast. So, uh, I'm doing well. Um, I will say the weather's been pretty crazy out here. Um, We've been getting a whole bunch of snow and it's been... Well, right now it's about minus seven, minus eight, which, you know, doesn't sound too bad to certain folks in certain parts of the world, but, (laughs) but (laughs) I will say for this area with the humidity and everything, uh, it it, it is, it's, it, it's cold. Um, Yeah. And it's, we've got a lot of snow and it's been, the roads have been rough, lots of accidents and lots of all that, all that stuff. But um, I will say it definitely makes it feel more like winter Um, because on the island, Vancouver Island, you know, there's not usually a whole lot of snow. Uh, usually there's a day or two, and uh, this yeah. has been going on for a few days now. So, but, um, yeah. How was your Christmas? We're oh, yeah, right. Days after was, Christmas, so Merry Christmas yeah. to everyone. You are correct. You're correct. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was good. We had uh, delicious food, a very well-cooked turkey. Some excellent potatoes, good casseroles, stuffing, all that good stuff. Um, wasn't too much for gifts, but honestly, I will say, like, our family is definitely helping out with our move right now. And that's kind of pretty solid Christmas present. Um, oh, yeah, that's always great. Yeah. And then uh, I don't know if I mentioned it in the last episode, but uh, Megan's my fiance's partner partner i can't speak sorry i'm a little bit baked i guess that is the name of the game Um, so she uh she got me canucks tickets a little while back and that was kind of my or my christmas present and i got her a really nice robe so (laughs) you uh you give her lots of love and and care oh, of course. that's your of gift course. right of course and a robe and the robe well is it a and comfy robe? robe it is a very nice robe i will tell you it is not just like some cheap robe like it's a good solid robe it's got a hood it's got it's very Ooh. comfy and warm it's a good robe nice and fuzzy and all that good stuff oh yeah only yeah. the best well uh i had a interesting week but before i get to that um just might as well throw out a slight comparison to austin's weather um it's been snowing here for the last couple days we've got about 10 to 20 centimeters and it's been minus 40 (laughs) ah don't miss Uh, that our warmer days, we were all happy when it was about minus 20. Oh, so yeah, minus 20 compared to 40 is beautiful. Yeah, because it's about, it's about minus 30 without the wind chill. So it's about feels like minus 40, which is fantastic. Yeah. Just great. Um, luckily, I haven't had to work so far in this crazy cold, but I think it's supposed to be just as cold tomorrow. So yeah, maybe. Um, what else? I got a tooth pulled out. I have a little bit Ooh. of a story about that here, actually. Um, so it was kind of like a my long story short, my mouth is too small for the tooth that was growing in. Apparently, it was a very important tooth. Tooth thirteen, if that means anything to anybody. Probably doesn't, but uh, thanks anyway. You might have a dentist listening. I don't know. Oh, wow. I really hope not. Hey, 
the dentist I was talking to, he was talking about starting up a podcast. So he knows about ours now. So you never know. Okay. Well, there you go. Anyways. Um, Getting our name out there any way we can. If it's at the dentist office. Um, I'm going to start telling people I sell phones to listen to. Our, and actually, that's maybe not a good idea. My chiropractor knows. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I tell everyone, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, back to the real reason why I'm telling the story. Is I had to kind of not really fight with him, but disagree with him quite. Yeah, I, I had a fight with him. Let's be honest. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, he wanted me to go to orthodontist. I don't know if I mentioned this at all in previous episodes or not. Um. And he was all concerned about my smile. If anyone knows me, I do not give two shits about my smile. Especially since <laughs> I already had this tooth, 13, sticking over top of two other teeth because my tooth was too small. Um, I guess I st- kind of skipped that part. That's why I got it pulled. Um. Anyways, so I didn't want to pay the thousands of dollars, so I convinced him to just pull it. It ended up being the right call in the end, so yay me. But they, it gets slightly grosser. Oh, <laughs> like nice. Most of my stories do. Excellent. Um, so he put a stitch in, which that normally doesn't happen, but my gum was all flappy, so they had to put the flappy gum down. Yeah, that's fair. But you know when you have, like, say you're eating some steak and it's a little chewy piece of steak and you get, you know, that string of meat stuck in your teeth? We've all yep. had that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I kind of kind of felt like that because I had a piece of string. It was a dissolvable um, stitch, so I didn't have to go back into the dentist i could just have patience and waited but the fact that i had this thing dangling in my mouth that was annoying the hell of me i decided to remove the stitch myself so how i did that is i sharpened up a toothpick even more than how sharp a toothpick already is Hey, (laughs) warning. (laughs) If you're not into these kinds of things, maybe skip this part of the podcast. (laughs) Sorry, just thought I'd throw that in there. This is not, I said this is not any type of medical advice or any type of good advice whatsoever. (laughs) Whatever you do, do not repeat the things you hear on this story. I'm not claiming to do this. Yeah. But I did it. And it worked. <clears throat> Anyways, I sharpened a toothpick. And I just kept going at it. Well, the reason why I first had to sharpen the toothpick is because I tried to take fingernail clippers and grab it with that and pull until it would just come out. That didn't work. Um, didn't really feel the greatest either but anyways I imagine kept you know I finally cut through it and then I pulled it out and here we are I kind of got over my list I think because I um, do have a slight gap between the two teeth so that was before my Christmas and then Christmas like most people well, I shouldn't say most people. Um, well, like Austin had, you know, the turkey, the stuffing, and some delicious homemade punch that my father made, which is very shocking to me. <laughs> um, got some nice, cool gifts and stuff. My dad, though, um, made me kind of a little something um, out of a deer antler. He made me a ring. He oh. put on the lays. He cut off a little chunk and he 
made me a ring and it happened to fit perfectly on my ring finger. So, oh, there you go. That's cool. I don't, I don't know if he sneaks into my house at night and measures my finger. I don't know how he got that perfect, but it literally fits perfectly on my finger. But I don't like struggling to get it off or anything like that. It'll never right. fall off. Um, so right now I'm married to a deer because I'm wearing on my, you know, like I said, my ring finger. So, well, I guess you do live in Saskatchewan. So, yeah, it wouldn't surprise anyone. Um, <laughs> other than that, oh, I do have to tell you guys about the comfiest socks that I've ever gotten and I've ever put on my feet in my lifetime. Also, this isn't a sponsor, but they can sponsor us if they want. Well, it's from the co-op grocery store. Well, they can sponsor us if they want. Yeah, if they want. But it feels like if you were to kill a rabbit and turn it inside out and put it on your foot. is kind of how I was to describe it. Anyways, Austin, do you want to get a plug? (laughs) Boy, do I. We should just get off this train real quick. Uh... So, first of all, you're going to follow the main Twitter account at Podstone1. Um, you're going to reach me at FitzDFitzGerald. Let me know how you feel about uh, me being the, you know, insider on all sports. Um, basically, just the yeah, smartest yeah. in hockey. Um, <clears throat> and then on Instagram, you can find us at TSWGSPod for, you know, talking Stonewall getting sports. And... Um, you should rate us. You should review. Please tell everyone. Tell your chiropractor. Tell your dentist. Tell your orthodontist. Tell your fucking lawyer. Tell your, maybe not your lawyer. Well, eh, your lawyer, yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you're in a drive-through, uh, be like, oh, can I get the TSWGS pod? And they'll be like, what is that? And then you tell them, and then you hold up the line in the drive-through, and then everyone gets angry at you. And you know what? You lean out of your car and you yell, "You should listen to the Talking Stone while getting sports podcast." Um. Yeah. Oh, and then Morgan has some things too, right? Uh, something about teas. Yeah, but before I get to that, you can also literally any game I play, um, Forza Horizon Five, um, Among Us, which is now on console. Um, I name any character I play now in RPGs. T S. I'm very big, so I always have to think of what our actual podcast is called. Talking so well game sports, I always put that in our <laughs> in our in my name or anything like that. So oh, yeah. if, you ever, if you ever see that on when I'm streaming on Twitch, Caption Morgan Two, or maybe I'll tweet about it on Twitter, also Caption Morgan Two. Or if you just happen to notice that as you're playing video games yourself, maybe I killed you on Among Us, and you see that name pop up, follow me on Twitter, or follow our podcast, I guess, and get mad at me. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, I won't complain. Who doesn't love being mad at Morgan? (laughs) I even love being mad at Morgan. (laughs) Which Morgan? That's for you to figure out. That's for you to find out. Stay tuned. <laughs> well, you're not going to find out on this podcast. Because I'm That's too cool. amazing. <laughs> anyway. Um, sports? Yep. Or should we keep kissing our ass some more? What? I said we keep... Well, I asked sports, or should we keep kissing our asses some more? I say we keep kissing each other's ass some more. I feel like we should probably get to the sports. Fine. All right. I guess we'll <laughs> talk about some NHL. Oh, yeah, that whole thing. Um, <laughs> right off the bat, they're really, this is not surprising. Sorry, this is not surprising to most people or anyone that's been following what's been ha- happening in hockey. Um, and we kind of m- talked about, I believe, last episode 
But it is now official that the NHL players are not going to Olympics. Um, I personally think it's very smart decision. It's the right decision. It's the decision that had to happen. Um, there really isn't too much to say, but Austin, what's your thoughts on all this stuff? Yeah, I mean, uh, Since I will you're say, so smart at hockey. Yeah, well, I am, <laughs> and I'm going to prove it. So, I will say there are there are drawbacks for sure to not going to the Olympics. I'll, I'll go the other side first. Mm-hmm. Um, there are definitely a couple players right now, uh, guys like Stamkos, who has either been injured at Olympic time or they haven't gone during his career, and he's a guy where. He's done a lot. He's won a lot. He's won cups. He's won junior gold. He's won all kinds of stuff. Um, but he's never got to get played for the play in the Olympics. And, and that sucks. And, and guys like Tavares didn't really play. He was on the team, but, uh, in 2014, I believe it was, but, uh, I don't know if he played and, um, or no, he was injured. He, he got injured. And, um, so guys like that, where it's like, it'd be nice for guys uh to get these to get that gold but given that's a big but right (laughs) given the world situation and given uh the situation especially in china i you know and for many reasons i honestly don't think that there should be an olympics in china but that's a whole nother topic and and that's something we need to get into however um, the, the thing is with, with China, you have to quarantine for so long for five weeks, which is insane. And for these players, any, any one of them, right. You go over and you're not getting paid while you're there. And let's say, okay, you're two weeks into a three week tournament and you go into protocol. So now you're stuck there for over a month. You're not getting paid. You're you're separated from your family, your partner, your whatever. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's, it's a huge risk for something that, I mean, obviously, you know, every, every hockey player wants to win a gold medal for their country, right? Like that's a, that's one of the highest honors. Uh, But I, I get it. I, I totally understand. It's, it's too risky. Yeah, I definitely understand both sides of yeah. it as well. Um, but I will say, like, on the money side of things, um, majority of these players that are going to the Olympics, I don't know if they really care too much about not getting, um, especially if it was a normal Olympics, um, they definitely don't care about not getting paid well at the Olympics. If you if they're smart with their money, they should have a ton of oh, money. Of, of course, right? But it it's it's not just like three weeks, right? It's potentially over a month, and it, regardless of how yeah, much money you have, hour, yeah. you are giving up a significant amount of money, regardless of how much you have, right? Yeah. And and I will say too, and again, obviously these guys make a lot of money, but. A lot of it is taken by taxes, by escrow, by like the contract you see, they usually get like give or take about half, which is, of course, still a lot, but it's not necessarily as much as everyone thinks it is. That is definitely good. Also a good point. Um, Yeah, it is. I definitely, I definitely agree that is a lot safer to not um, have them there this year is just very unfortunate that it's been so long since we've had NHL players in the Olympics. Um, Cause I believe the last winter Olympics, they weren't there either. Uh, so I think I saw, I believe you're correct. Where 
that was the case. And then they were all promised that they were going to be there this year. Well, now they have to wait another four years. Yep. Yeah. And some and of these players might not even be in in the NHL. Like, think of like some like Ovechkin. Oh yeah, um, Ovechkin, Crosby, even Stamkos. Stamkos is like thirty-two now, thirty-three, I think. So, in four years, you know, does he even make the team? Yeah, and lots of those players that we just mentioned—they all won cups. Sure, Crosby's already won Olympic gold medal. Very sure wouldn't mind him another. Yeah, but like. Some of those players also, like Stamkos, I don't think he's won. Uh, or um, Ovechkin, I don't know if he's won a gold medal. Like, there's lots of great players I don't that, so, no. that have won cups that have not, you know, they want to finish off that last thing on their legacy. So I get both sides, but yeah. on the safety side of thing and on the fact that they now need that time to make up games – yeah, there's that as well. Um, which we'll break down a little bit more once again later on. But and overall, it's an all-out shitty situation. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> um, nothing about facts on this podcast. I hope. What? I said nothing but facts on this podcast, I hope. Uh, Yeah, except for the DIY surgery you were talking about earlier. Well, it's facts that I did do it. That's true, and it's facts that you should never, ever do what he did. Yeah. Ever. I'm a dumbass. Don't listen to me. Well, listen, but don't do what we say to do, except for, like, following and stuff. Do that. Um. Anyway, sorry. I'll let you go. That's fine. Anything else you wanted to say about the whole Olympics thing before we move on? We said more about that than I thought we would. Actually. <laughs> yeah, we got some good good talking in there. Um. No, I think that's. I think that's about it. I've said my piece. Um. This one should be a little shorter. Um. The NHL was. And I do believe it is still coming back today. We're recording on the 27th of December. But they are still postponing the odd game here and there. And three games have still been postponed. We got uh, two on the 29th, the Chicago Blackhawks. And I believe it was the Jets and Dallas. In Colorado, and then on the 31st, another Colorado and Dallas game. I guess it looks like they do a kind of like a home and home situation there. So, both the, those games are postponed. It just adds an, another slew of games that are going to be put into the what we thought was going to be the Olympic break. Yeah. Well, and I mean, good thing that there was time for an Olympic break because this is definitely helping make up what needs to be. Oh, yeah, definitely. Sure. Or true. Um, I would hate to be a, uh, the schedule maker in the last this last Whoa. two years in any sports. I feel yeah. for them. They should get a raise. 100%. That little bit of... Uh, cuts that the other people have had to take just give like I don't know 5% of that to the schedule makers yeah <laughs> give them a, real, a little extra bonus this Christmas something yeah this New Year's um I just had to throw this in there because I don't know what the hell do you have too much to say about the fact that these games are once more canceled as well. Yeah, I mean, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't a little nervous about all the players I see going into protocol and and the games being postponed. Um, Well, at the end of the NHL segment, there is slight good news, so maybe 
maybe your hopes will be better. I don't know. Okay. Well, you'll see. Alrighty. Um, yeah, but it, it just, I don't know. I, um, I do get what you're saying though. It's, you know, it feels, it feels a lot like what would have happened at the beginning of COVID if we actually tried to have fight through it. If we knew everything we knew now and just, you know, already had all the tests and all that stuff. I feel like this is basically what we would have ran into. So, yeah. But, I mean, we might as well move right into it because kind of goes hand in hand. They are bringing back the taxi squads. I heard about this. So, I kind of want to get your thought on it. They are keeping it, I think, more or less the same with six players and all that stuff. Um, I guess I'll say real quick, I personally think that's a little too low on the players. I don't, just with how many players have been going on under protocol, but at the same time, do you want to call up a full AHL team to play against another NHL team? No, but I don't know what the magic number is. What's your thought process on this? Yeah, maybe, I don't know, maybe somewhere around 10. But I will say something that has changed since last season is it can no longer be essentially used to uh, manipulate or (laughs) mess with the salary cap. Um, Yes. Some teams last year were kind of using that as a way to juggle some salary space, but they're basically not going to allow that necessarily. So... Yeah, honestly, it's just there because they need it, right? Uh, you can't play with like eight guys. <laughs> yeah, like you just you can't play an NHL game with eight players, so you need support there. But then, like you said, what's is six enough? Like, if all of a sudden half the team is out with COVID, like, I don't think six guys is really going to do the cut. And what if it's not the right six guys? Like, what if you have there's no goalies or what or whatever, right? Like it's. I well, I think it's. Um, I think it. I don't know if it's like five players and one goalie, or if it's six players and a goalie separate. Maybe. I I honestly I honestly forget exactly how it works from last year. I just I do know right now it is the six players. I do agree with you that it should be 10 but at the same time do you want what's that over half of your roster or your or uh, the players that are playing that game being over you know all AHL players well and that's I mean that's fair right like, and is it fair to those players? Is it fair to these guys that maybe aren't up to the challenge quite yet or ever? And now they're playing against a full ass NHL team of like, let's say like Colorado. Like, how are AHLers going to defend Nathan McKinnon? Like, <laughs> or, or Edmonton and McDavid or like, you know, like it's, I don't know. So I think I kind of get why. Or in my mind, why they went with the six players? Because if it's anything more than that, it just doesn't feel plausible to play that game. So you might as well just postpone it. But that, anything yeah. six or less, then then you in the a- a- AHL, if you are a good GM or a good at scouting team or players, you should have at least six potential NHL players. I would say so, yeah. Um, so there. I guess we just made them look smart. There we go. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I kind of wanted to get to the good news, not just because it involves my favorite NHL team, but it's kind of good news for the entire NHL is that the Flames are finally back at practice. They were back at practice on Sunday. Today was their second day. And boy, oh boy, does it feel good. Um, oh, hell they yeah. Only have, they only have one player, I believe, that was supposed to come over protocol today. That was uh, Dan uh, Vladar, who was their backup goalie. Um, the reason why I kind of said that this was huge more than just a, on the Flames level that this was kind of the start of it all. Um, they were the major outbreak in the NHL, and it spread throughout Boston, which was the team that they played. It spread, I think, was it Chicago or Carolina? Um, and, yeah, it just didn't stop. And yeah, Calgary really had every single main player on their roster under COVID protocol. Everyone was Yeah. All all what is it, twenty-three players? That's a bit insane, hey. Um, including coaches, including all that. So it's great to hear them all coming back. And I really hope that this is a sign as a also NHL fan that it's more players on other teams and we'll start to be able to get back to games. So totally. What's your, like I ask all the time, what's your thought on, on flames and just more players in general, just finally being able to practice once again. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously I don't like the Flames. They're the worst team in the league, and uh, I hate their guts. However, um, <laughs> it is great to see recovery, and, or not necessarily recovery, whatever the case is. And um, and like you said, too, it's one of the biggest, or not biggest, but one of kind of the big main first teams to have big outbreaks. So it's good to see those players back to action and um, – yeah, as as soon as possible, let's just get all the all of them playing right now. Yeah, although <laughs> there has been some positive tests as early as Sunday, so it's not all good news. But I was trying; yeah. I wanted to put this in here to try and just end the NHL segment on some good news. It's been a lot of crappy news lately. That's fair. Well, that's appreciated. Uh, let's move on to some baseball. We don't talk about baseball very often, but I actually found a little bit of something that I wanted to put in here because I'm not as worried as this article that I read um, seemed to be. And we'll get to the reason why but since we've mentioned a few episodes ago the MLB is in a lockout right now because the uh, the barding agreement is all done or can't come to a new one any of like fun business side of things (laughs) <laughs> Anyways, with that being all said, lots of, well, not lots, but some very high-end players are going, happen to go to Japan because they're getting a healthy or so-called healthy paycheck and more power to them make money where you can. But in this article, they're all worried about 
if more players are going to follow, if they're going to stay, all that deal. And I just had to put this in here and say this and get Austin's thought is that I really not too worried. There might be more players going because they have to make money. They have to provide for their family. And if it happens to be in Japan, so be it. More power to them. Uh, yeah, yeah. I will say, I mean, once the MLB is back up and running, I wouldn't be surprised if a good majority of them came back. Like, I wouldn't worry about too many exactly. guys going in because I think they're going to make a lot more money in the MLB. Uh, I'm not exactly sure of the numbers in Japan, but I'm pretty sure I it's not necessarily. That, I've heard like two million. Yeah. So, so I mean, not not terrible, but I'm I'm sure once the MLB is back up and running, they won't have a problem bringing guys back. And that's exactly where I was going with my next point is that yeah, they're not going to stay there for long. They'll play some baseball. Um, it's not that um, crazy on your body. You can play a lot of baseball. There's a reason why they play uh, a million games in a season, 182 or 162. I always forget which one. I don't know 162. why. Thank you. I always combine hockey and baseball together, I feel like. Yep. Um, anyways, they play a lot of games, and they can play a few in Japan, especially with the MLB situation. The season probably is not going to start on time, if I'm being completely honest. And, yeah, so what if more players go there? And if they do do stay if they do happen to stay. You know how many thousands upon thousands of really good players are just waiting to play? Oh yeah, professional baseball. There's going to be no issues finding amazing talent that just hasn't been discovered yet. All these great players had to be discovered once upon a time. So why not let someone else new come up, anyways? Totally agree. Austin, I'm not even going to ask you if you have anything more about baseball because I know for a fact you can tell me if I'm wrong, I guess, that you're probably very excited about talk to talk about some World Juniors. I do like me some World Juniors. Especially since we have not had any hockey in quite some time. Um, any, yeah. It feels like forever. Well, any um, World Juniors hockey. Oh, any Jolly, well, it has been a minute. Yeah, especially if you're like me, a Flames fan. But anyways. Uh, it Sure, it just started and started to sound like I was just about to or I just cut you off, but uh, I do have slight standings. Um, you have the updated ones? Because I have, I think, the updated ones. No, I just have the what they were from the 26th. I don't have anything from today, the 27th. So, so if you I got have to... the updated, you can go ahead. I do. Um, so Finland is top of Group A. They're 2-0. and uh, Canada's one and zero, Germany's zero and one, Czech's zero and one, Austria's zero and one, and then Sweden and the U.S. are tied with oh Russia, Sweden, and the U.S. are tied. Although Russia has played two games and lost one already. Um, Russia, yeah. Sorry. So, but yeah, points wise, you said Sweden, oh. USA, and Russia are all tied. Yes. And Canada second to Finland. Yeah, but they've only played one game so far. They play their second one against what was it? Um, Austria, I believe. Wow. Yeah. And considering Finland just absolutely smacked Austria seven to one, seven I think Canada's yeah. going to do all right. What? 
I, I said the exact same thing to you as you at the exact same time, actually. Oh, that's excellent. Well, you know, hey, you record a podcast long enough with somebody, sometimes things work out. Um, no, I was worried, though, in the Canada's game, we will um, we'll be talking about the World Juniors through our episodes. And to be completely honest, we're from Canada, so we'll heavily be talking about Canada. Yeah. Um, I was very worried for about, I don't know, two minutes of the uh-huh. first period <laughs> in the Canada and was it the Czech Republic? The Czech, yeah. Because um, they scored two goals to make it 3-1 really quick, but then Canada ended up tying it up, and then that defenseman... Owen Power. Uh, yeah. Did you hear about, you know, about the record that he uh, achieved? Yeah, he is the first Canadian defenseman in the World Juniors to score a hat-trick. Uh, tell me about your thoughts on that while I take a little... Long rip, Honestly, quick. it's it's wild, right? Because we've had offensive defensemen come through the Canadian program like it's going at a style. Guys like Brian McCabe back in the day. We got Drew Doughty, Alex Petrangelo. The list goes on. I mean, it's it's kind of surprising um, that this is the he's the first guy to do it. So props to Owen Power. Uh, very excited for him and to see him in the NHL. Yeah, there's a quite a few players on the Canadian team and all the teams really that are I feel like are going to be great players in the NHL. Uh, Connor yeah. Bernard being one that oh, comes Connor to Bernard, mind. Yeah, being 16 years old and he already has uh, assists in this game, or at least I. Don't know if he has any other points, but for this yeah. tournament. Uh, anything else you want to say before we finally move on to some football? <laughs> no, I'll let you get to your favorite. Awesome. Well, it is time for some CFL. <laughs> uh, it's like we... Turn the clock back, whatever year we're in, six years, all the way back to 2015, because Chris Jones is officially the new head coach and GM in Edmonton. He won a great cup back in 2015, just as the head coach, though. He went straight from Edmonton all the long way to Saskatchewan, not that far, <laughs> where he was there for three seasons He, as a GM, head coach, defensive, uh, like a DC. Uh, he's, I don't know, the water boy. He's basically every job in that place, besides running a good offense, with all that being said, it was he took the team to three and fifteen, five and thirteen, to ten and eight. Uh, he's won great cups in Toronto. He's won great cups in Calgary. Wherever he goes, he seems to win. So this is huge news. I think. For Edmonton fans, um, just having a, a familiar face back there that they can probably trust. They, you know, like you already won a great cup with them, so why not trust them once more? Um, yeah. He's a proven winner. He's there, signed there for four years. And I, from my understanding, also on his contract, you can't just fuck off to the NFL like. Lots of people are worried. He's there for the four years. No and this or buts. It's a 
blocked contract. Uh, I could be completely wrong on that, but like I said, nothing but facts on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> could be completely um, wrong, but also that's a hundred percent true. He did also say that he will heavily be involved with the, the defense, which I mean, it would be stupid not for him not to be because he won the best defensive minds in the game. Uh, yeah. What's your th- what do you think about um, Chris Jones being back in the well, being back with Edmonton because he's already been, he was already back in the CFL, but being back with Edmonton and just the we all know the type of season they had. So, yeah, like you said, Edmonton can use any kind of steady voice or uh, familiar face uh, possible because they've been having a rough go. Uh, and obviously, like you said, he's he's a winner in the CFL. He he wins. Uh, he turned. He didn't win the cup in Regina, but boy, did he turn that team around. Yeah, and, uh, you know, some people did say, like, they were high favorites before he left to win that year. Lots of those were Ryder fans, sure. (laughs) But people did say it. (laughs) People said it. Um, Doesn't mean it's true, but but people did say it. (laughs) he keeps improving and I just really like the aspect if I'm right that it's a contract where he can't move anywhere he's there in M10 they said he's going to you know you're going to see him out in the community a lot all that great fantastic stuff that I they need I hate Edmonton I hate the Elks. I hate them as a franchise. But I love the CFL, and you need every, all nine teams, including Toronto. I'm tired of hearing all these goddamn rumors that they're not going to play or, or be a CFL team. I don't see them going anywhere. Anyways, I'm getting on a rant. Um, <laughs> I want the Elks to be a good franchise and what would be better for the CFL than having all teams competitive where you will have fans going, filling the stadium full because you don't know who's going to win every night. You don't know if that, you know, this, this past season going to a game that was, being played against the Elks or the Red Blacks or, well, basically those two teams, you're like, well, why even bother? Because you already knew what team was going to win. Yeah. For the most part. They're all worried about filling the seats and having every franchise competitive will help do that. So that's Mm -hmm. where I sit at. (laughs) I got a little bit of a rant there, but... Yeah, that's all good. Okay. I'm not the only person, though, that gets on rants. And I'm not even close to being professional. And this player, Simone Lawrence, you guys might have heard of him. He plays for Hamilton Tiger, Tiger Cats. He feels like he always all crying, all that stuff, because he feels like he should have won the Defensive Player of the Year award. The last two seasons, it's gone to Willie Jefferson and Adam Big Hill. I think he's just all pissy, for one, because A, Hamilton keeps losing to Winnipeg in the Great Cup. So that's not going to make you feel good. I'm, I get it, but you can go cry quietly. And two, 
Um, you hear players say all the time that when they do win this award, they're all humble about it, saying, oh, it doesn't really, really matter. It's nice to win it, but the biggest or the best or the most important thing to win is the Grey Cup, blah, blah, blah. We've heard that speech a million times. Right. Apparently, when you don't win, though, you don't like it too much. Yeah, it's but weird you, that way. And it's kind of hypocrite. Um, a little bit. He's also, uh, what else has he said? Oh, yes. He also said that the reason why these Winnipeg guys and all of these other guys keep winning it, besides him, is that he they're like what you call like the media favorites. The people that, you know, have the great personality, the shine in the media. They're not the dark horse especially on defense, they're not the dark horse. They're not, you know, people getting suspended all the time, all this and that. Right. Um, what I also have to say to that is if you strongly believe that's the case and it's not based on uh, performance, then, well, stop acting like a dick and be a better yeah. person and you might possibly win. Yeah. Uh, Austin, what do you think about Simone and Lawrence coming out? Like, you can be upset, I think, but, or maybe you completely agree with everything he's, he said. No, I I uh, I think it's tacky if a player tries to say, oh, they think they, they should win a award. I, I will say sometimes awards can be political and maybe sometimes they pick favorites, whatever. But end of the day, I just, it's, I don't know. It's not worth, in my opinion, it just doesn't make you look good. It's not a good look. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'd, be, I'd be more concerned about getting better so I can win that great cup that you keep losing. Well, and that's the thing. Right, that's just motivation. Just use it as motivation. Yeah, and I don't stop getting suspended and stop doing shitty things, and you might get looked at more. That's possible. Uh, I also want to talk more or less because we have time, and it's kind of something that also frustrates me. So I kind of want to get out there. Get off my chest. But I came across an article from the NFL. And they, the NFL is known to do basically what they want, when they want, and how they want to to do it. Give or take, yep. And this year is no different. They're, you know, teams are fighting for the playoffs all this deal, and yes, I'm sure what I'm about to talk about is they, the professional players should not care about it, and I'm sure that they don't even know it exists yet. But at least part of the schedule, I don't know, I honestly don't know if all of it, for next regular season in 2022, has already been released. Uh, we know what the Bucks' first home game is going to be, and I think that's completely insane. Like I said, they're not even in the playoffs yet. Um, sure, I get it. Like we've already mentioned, the schedule makers, they have a hard job as it is. So they probably know the schedule months ago. And they're probably working on 2023. 
whatever year it's going to be. Yeah. But just keep it to yourselves until after the Super Bowl is done. And then you release it, you know, a week after, like everyone else, you get another big story. Right. Um, Like I said, it might not be the full schedule, but if it's not the full schedule, then why even release part of it? Yeah. I I really don't know why they would do that. It just seems like a really odd choice. Um, I'm sure in hindsight, in the long run, all that deal is not going to take anything away from what's actually happening in the, you know, playoffs and all that deal in the final few weeks of this NFL. But when I come across some articles, it pisses me off and it's sports related. I have to put them into my sports podcast because why the hell not? Hey, if, if you got a place to talk about things and you don't use it, that's kind of silly. Yeah. Um. So I had to use it. And I really was curious if maybe Austin was going to uh, agree with them and piss me even off even more and threaten, make me threaten once again to shut down this podcast and whatsoever, like completely. <laughs> I don't have to do that because he's a smart man and agrees with me. It's true. Occasionally okay. I have my moments of being smart. <laughs> unfortunately they all happen on this podcast yeah so you know if you tell more of your friends and stuff about and your dentists and all that stuff about our podcast then you'll make everyone a lot smarter in the world so more because more people that listen to this podcast means smarter they'll be it's that's just true math Simple scientifically prove this podcast is scientifically proven to uh, make you smarter. Seems about right to me. And that's a fact. <laughs> and like we said, and I think the title of this podcast should be is nothing but facts on this podcast. Honestly, yeah, that's probably what it's going to be. Um, hey, tweet and- me if that's what the episode name is. Yeah. Anything else you want to say sport-related or anything at all? Open floor. Uh, no. No, that's it. No, I think I think we basically covered it all. I just really hope that I can start watching some NHL games on my uh, TV here soon. Uh, I guess I will say a little bit of backtracking back to the world juniors. They do have slight crowd, but it's a slight thin crowd. (laughs) (laughs) Not very many people there, but at least some people get to watch it. Some type of money is flowing through, through the world juniors, all that deal. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of tournaments have, been cancelled so I'm just glad that the World Juniors is going on so same uh, excuse me it is might as well do my very very baked it's a lot better than the last episode because at least this episode I get to be as stoned as I want and boy am I and it's time <laughs> for my stone statement the fuck did we talk about hockey hope it comes back soon we talk some baseball i'm not worried world juniors go canada and then cfl you know what chris jones glad you're back and then nfl whatever dude do what you want everyone out there stay stoned 
and stay safe. Facts. Bye.